in the morning. Bigfoot has come to the town of Elwood City, PA, and is causing big problems. Now it's up to three town locals to take him down. Kurt Wooten, Pittsburgh dad, and Joni Dodds, America's Next Top Model, star in this comedy horror flick. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Here review B-Movie is the best for our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So this week as we, you know, keep dredging through the woods and uh, coming across Bigfoot after Bigfoot for some fucking reason, we've uh, found a Bigfoot the movie from 2015. Um... Thankfully, on Blu-ray this time, we got to watch something in high definition. Holy shit, man. We're getting classy here. I mean, giving thanks for something here. And this movie was directed by Jared Cho, who we actually had on this show. And you can watch the full interview and learn more about this film if you want on either iTunes or SoundCloud or our website. So, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. What do you say we start with, uh... Let's get the negative out of the way. All right. Yeah, we're normally starting a positive note, but sure, change it up. So for me, number three, outside of the core group of Chuck, Dale, Burl, and Kate, the acting was pretty subpar. Not so much that it really, like, detracted from the film, but, you know, those, those characters definitely outshined everybody else. Number two, the Amish bodyguards. They had so much potential, but they were just kind of cast aside as the plot's convenience needed it. I feel like they should have had, like, shot Dale and then had an epic shootout with Burl. Like, it, it was kind of reminiscent of me with Repo the Genetic Opera, where you had, like, the twin bodyguard ladies that, like, looked so badass. And then when it came time for them to actually do something, they just kind of, like, were sucked and were, were terrible. They just kind of dropped that plot point. Yeah. Um, number one, the hair. Chuck's mullet and Burl's rat tail just make me want to scalp them every fucking time I see them on screen. It's almost enough to make them unlikable. But at the end of the day, at least they didn't have man buns. Very true. Alright, number three. I wasn't really into the drama between Dale and Kate. I mean, I didn't really care about their personal relationship too much and the drama that kind of got resolved abruptly. It kind of helped to develop their characters a bit more, but... It just kind of seemed to deviate from the general plot. Number two, some of the plot elements didn't make much sense, at least to me. If the mayor was planning to go on tour displaying Bigfoot, why was he so secretive about it to the townsfolk? I mean, it's not like they weren't going to find out eventually. It just seemed kind of weird. And number one, Bigfoot didn't do nothing. She was just a wild animal trying to escape from the evil mayor, and he was trying to exploit her for money, yet she gets blown up in a horrible way. Like, she got no sympathy from anybody, and I just felt bad for her. Bigfoot did not deserve her fate. Hashtag Bigfoot Lives Matter. Hell yeah. So let's move on to the top three. What's, what do we find good about this movie? There's for, a lot of good about this movie. For me, number three, the weapons. I like guns. I like explosions. This movie uses plenty of different guns and has at least one explosion. And unlike a lot of movies, like, they actually are using the guns properly. And I, I, I enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Number two. The dialogue is actually pretty clever, although simple. And it made me laugh fairly often. You know, all the Pittsburgh Eve terms just tugged at my heartstrings. You know, I just, I just can't help. Like, that's, 
that's where I'm from. That's how I talk. So, you know, that's, that's, that's it. Number one, I feel like this movie knows what it is and doesn't try to go beyond its limits. It's about a couple of rednecks hunting Bigfoot. That is at the forefront of this film without distraction from ridiculous subplots or character turmoil. Nearly everything that occurs has to do with the main story and supplements it in an appropriate way. Or is really just a shot at Cleveland's Browns fans. You know, e- even the little like subplot, it's like Dale and Kate getting together, that just leads to you know them going to rest. Like, that's the reason for her to be there to help rescue the guys. Like, I feel like it's, it's not that long of the movie to actually like detract from it. Yeah, it seemed like there was a bit more drama than I would have liked, but, you know, it didn't detract from the movie it's, overall. It's not like fucking Pearl Harbor, where oh, goddamn God. four, yeah. four fucking thirds of the movie is a goddamn love story. This movie definitely did, did a lot better than, like, 99% of movies that have a romantic subplot, so I, I have to give them credit for that. So anyway, I digress. Paul, what's your top three? All right, number three, the jokes in this film were simple and not drawn out. They didn't try to drag out any individual joke, and all, almost all of them were premise-driven. Number two, I liked all the characters in the film. While they were clearly a bunch of unsophisticated rednecks, they were likable unsophisticated rednecks, and they seemed quite relatable. Maybe not the most intelligent people, but they were realistic, and hell, I'd have a drink with them. And number one, for a movie about Bigfoot, it actually had kind of an interesting plot. The mayor of this town was trying to kidnap Bigfoot to basically put him in a carnival show. However, Bigfoot breaks free and starts killing people. I mean, not super unique, but hey, you know, you got Bigfoot, got to do something with him. Well, we both mentioned uh, the dialogue, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. I'll, I'll let you start this one off, Paul. Finally. All right. Feels like I've been drinking for days. Just how drunk were you, guys? I haven't huffed fumes in four years. You just missed it. Bigfoot was just down here banging your mom. Right now, he's looking down thinking, even dead, I'm a great wingman. Who the hell's Luke, all right? Go in there and get me a Steve Cold beer and a hot Stacy. I got a gun. I saw you pull yours out and thought you might need me some backup. This sounds a lot like the time you called me to tell me you saw a dragon in the bathroom in Long John Silver's. And that ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. If you've seen this movie and have a favorite quote from it, please share it below. Or uh, tell us who wants this episode's edition of Quote Wars. You know, if not, I mean, just consider yourself a jag-off. So, I think it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I also gave it a 2 out of 10. Uh, short and simple here. Rednecks hunting Bigfoot. There's, there's fun dialogue, there's a moderate amount of action, and lots of drinking, and of course, guns. The music is reminiscent of a 1980s thriller, and there are a ton of references to Pittsburgh. For me, it's, it's just a great mix. If you're from Pittsburgh or a Bigfoot fan, this is a good, fun film to watch either way. All right. I can undoubtedly say that Bigfoot the movie is one of the best Bigfoot-related films I've ever seen. It took a tired formula, but managed to make it entertaining regardless. The sound and visual quality was top-notch, especially for an indie film. The score was perfectly chosen, and the characters were all fun to watch. 
The cast primarily consists of less than sophisticated rednecks that this film could have easily made into just a series of redneck cliches and cheap jokes. However, the combination of clever dialogue and subtle character development made the gaggle of small-town simpletons likable and relatable. I mean, if I were face-to-face with the Sasquatch, I'd probably need a drink or two to get through that ordeal. The majority of the jokes in Bigfoot of the movie were premise-driven, elevating them above just cheap gags. Though the film was not entirely above cheap, cheap gags, which I can certainly appreciate, and almost all of them were funny. As someone who currently lives in, in the city of Pittsburgh, very close to where this, this movie was filmed, I was able to appreciate all the Pittsburgh slang and regional jokes, which just added to the charm of it. There were a few times when the plot seemed to drag on a bit, especially regarding the romance-related drama between Dale and Kate, which I personally didn't feel added much to the story. Also, I give due, but I have to give due credit to this film for having a Bigfoot costume that didn't look like a rejected suit from um, Planet of the Apes. Overall, Bigfoot the movie is a well-made film and surprisingly clever comedy that's guaranteed to satisfy both longtime Bigfoot fans as well as those just looking for an excuse to drink. So there you have it, a 2 out of 10 from both of us. Well, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie review an A-movie companion and tell you why this B-movie and A-movie are the same film, just of different standards and caliber. I gave my A-movie companion to Predator 2 from 1990. I picked Rambo 2. Um, I'm sorry, Rambo First Blood Part 2 from 1985. So I have to say that Predator 2 and Bigfoot the movie are the same film because both films feature a creature running rampant in a populated area, whether it's the Predator running around Los Angeles or Bigfoot running around Elwood City. In both films, there is a group of people hunting the creature, whether it's the FBI hunting the Predator or a couple of rednecks hunting Bigfoot. In both films, the monster uses a claw-like weapon when it hunts, whether it's the Predator using his metallic claw weapon or Bigfoot using her biological claws. In uh, The Predator 2, the Predator is rarely seen due to its optical camouflage. And in Bigfoot the movie, Bigfoot is rarely seen because it's, well, it's Bigfoot. In both The Predator 2 and Bigfoot the movie, Bigfoot and The Predator have fangs. Bigfoot is a female, and The Predator's mouth looks like a vagina. So they both presumably have vaginas. And finally, in The Predator 2, Danny Glover has a truck, trunk full of guns from which he selects the proper weapon to deal with the Predator. Just as in Bigfoot the movie, Burl has a van full of guns from which Chuck chooses the best one to deal with Bigfoot. And that's why Bigfoot the movie and Predator 2 are the same film. Well, all right then. All right, I picked Rambo First Blood Part 2 because both movies feature characters who escaped from battle, but nonetheless were compelled to return to it. Rambo in Rambo 2 returns to Vietnam to save a bunch of forgotten POWs, and in Bigfoot the movie, Dale and Chuck escape the wrath of Bigfoot, but decide to hunt the legendary mis- missing link in order to, av- to avenge their friend Daryl. Both movies revolve around a, a cover-up of s- and someone or something in captivity. Rambo 2, as previously mentioned, revolves around a group of POWs who the U.S. government chose to write off until Rambo came and saved them, like the badass that he is. 
And in Bigfoot, the movie, Bigfoot is put into captivity by the mayor of the town so that he can eventually put her on display and make money. There's a romantic subplot in both films. Soon after returning to Vietnam, Rambo reunites with a Vietnamese woman who he had a romantic um, relationship with prior. And Dale and Kate in Bigfoot the movie have a romantic relationship as well. And during one of the final battle scenes, an exploding arrow is used to, well, kill somebody and make a big kaboom. So that's why Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Bigfoot the movie are the same film. So if you want to watch an A-movie version, check out Rambo First Blood Part 2 or Predator 2. Or just check out Bigfoot the movie. Any of those three, and you probably won't be disappointed. I think it's time to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film. Uh, But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Chuck has a terrible mullet, take a drink. Number two, anytime Burl and his wife have a dispute, take a drink. Number three, Every time someone doesn't believe Bigfoot exists or makes fun of the guys for hunting Bigfoot, take a drink. Number four, whenever there's a montage of drinking, finish your drink. And number five, of course, because it's Sasquatch month, anytime a Sasquatch makes a noise, take a drink. Every time someone says Yin's Jagoff or any other Pittsburghese, take a drink. Every time someone takes a shot, take a drink. Every time Bigfoot kills someone, take a drink. And every time the mayor's plan is either revealed or alluded to, take a drink. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-movie-related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com or my personal Twitter at, at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to either our PayPal or Patreon accounts. I just have to say that if Ian's Jagoffs watch this movie, you'll get to see the guys go downtown, presumably to the south side, and uh, they will not be eating chipped ham sandwiches. But uh, they, something about they like do they do bands. cheer for the Stillers. Yeah, something like gum bands and buggies. I don't know. So uh, we've we've seen three movies so far this month. I think we should rate them. Uh, for me, number three, Bigfoot versus DB Cooper. Uh, shirtless men running around in the woods with absolutely no plot and uh, Bigfoot. Giving some guy a hand job, just just not my not my thing. Uh, number two, Bigfoot versus zombies. I really enjoy it. It's a really fun movie, but I just have to give the edge to Bigfoot the movie, um, just for for overall quality and uh, and uh, more of a story. Yeah, for number three, I picked Bigfoot versus DB Cooper. Shirtless men running around the woods and killer hand jobs. It's just not really my thing. Number two, Bigfoot vs. Zombies. I like the film. It's charming. And it's got that Polony Brothers entertainment feel that we just love. But I had to give it to Bigfoot the movie. It was just, yeah, very few things wrong with it. And it was just overall really entertaining. Sorry, Mark Polonia. We wanted you to be at the top of the list, but just had to give it to Bigfoot the movie. But... Don't take that as a bad thing, because we've still got one more film to squeeze in before the end of the month. Next week, we're going to be taking a hike through the Canadian wilderness to look for, you know, Sasquatch one more time before the month is over. Perhaps we'll even encounter the 1996 film Drawing Flies. 
or even better, Jason Lee himself. And we'd like to give a special thanks to a guy named Nick P17 who commented on our iTunes uh, page, actually uh, praising us for our brief uh, review of Drawing Flies and asking for a few epi- uh, full episodes. So this one goes out to you, Nick P17. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next one. Oh, she ain't the wrong guy.